As you know, our kids think of all kinds of ways to make money. They'll even go so far as to actually sell water to their friends. But on occasion, they run into some pretty stiff sales resistance. And that's our story tonight on... Louise It to Beaver. Starring Louise Gaskin and John Richardson as the co-host. Hey, hey, boys and girls and everything in between. This is Louise It to Beaver. And I am Louise. And I'm John, the co-host. The, the co-host that you heard about in the theme song. Yeah. Right. And the title that you heard about in the theme and song. And the Louise that you heard about. Or that about. you read when you clicked on the app. You yeah. know, we don't know how you got here or why or what you're but doing, what your motives are, but we're happy that you're here. So thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for tuning in. Maybe you read about us on BuzzFeed. Probably not because nobody wrote about us on BuzzFeed. Oh, it's going to be like, what? <laughs> I know. I was like, Louise is going to have a very confused look on her face. Maybe you read about us on uh, CNN about the top podcasts of the millennia. But no one wrote that article, nor did they include us in mm. it. Um, but thank you for Yet. listening. Yet. Yet. Um, that's right, everyone. It's Louisa to Beaver. Your favorite Leave it to Beaver podcast. Right? Absolutely. It's gotta be. Oh, it yeah. Easily. <laughs> so... Louise, we totally screwed up. We forgot to do our G gollies for the last episode. I know. And I don't even remember what I would have given it, but let's just say four out of five G gollies. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait, what was last I don't episode? even remember. Oh, the beaver short pants. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think that I would give that one four out of five G gollies. I think I might as well. Yeah. Anyway. That's not what we're talking about this time. This time we're talking about The Perfume Salesman, which Mm -hmm. aired on December 27th, 1957. Just saying. Oh. It's just a thing. What? It's just a thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will say, I did not look at Wikipedia or any other kind of IMDb thing for the synopsis uh-huh. of this episode and could not find the TV guide one anywhere. Really? And part of me thinks because they're not like airing it right now. Also, I did it at work today during a a moment that I had to do so and couldn't find it in like two minutes and was like, I'll do that later uh-huh. and then ran out of time. Um, uh, let- did you find one? Uh, no, let me see if me TV. Daisy, what are you eating? That's the dog. For well, first of all, you did say this was episode twelve, right? Yes. And when it you said when it first aired, but I didn't know if you said it. was Oh, the it is the twelfth episode. episode of the first season okay. of Leave It to Beaver. Uh, let's see, Me TV. I uh, I feel like we found this before, but I uh, oh no, I don't want to like ruin it for anybody by giving mine first. That would just be unfortunate. Mash, Different Strokes, The Wild Wild West, Gomer Pyle, Hawaii Five-0, Columbo. I know that they gun smoke. I know that they still show it on here. Yes, and I could only find episode 13 to 27 oh, of season really? one. So it, yes. Okay, let's see. Um, leave it to So Beaver. I wonder if it's like an 
That is very interesting. Um, hey, mm-hmm. if anybody out there uh, is a member of the Leave It to Beaver fan club Facebook group, hey, what's up? It's nice to uh, to have you listening to us. I don't know. I started that sentence without think- knowing where it was going. Um, all right. Let's see. Quizzes. Episode guide. Season one. Here's seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, here it is. Okay. So okay, good. the MeTV description is... Wally and Beaver want to win a fancy film projector, and in order to get it, they have to sell 24 bottles of perfume. However, the appalling aroma of the perfume quickly leads to zero sales and has War trying to think up a sales gimmick. I will say it's a little lengthy, but it is indeed an accurate description of what this episode is all about. Oh, see, I was going to give it maybe a 60% for accuracy. Okay, do you want to give me yours? There's a lot wrong with that. Yeah. Mine was the Beav and Wally are terrible salesmen, regardless of the product, but it's good when your mom has 24 friends <laughs> and your dad pays for your success. <laughs> that one gives away quite a bit, but that's okay. Uh, mine is the boys are on a mission to sell perfume, but the entire operation stinks. Oh, I like yours best. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what this one's about. It's... Well, I only I only bring it up because like how many friends does your mom have? Oh, like friends. a small handful. Like oh, yeah. she's got like a thousand people that she would call her friends, but that actually like live in the neighbor. Oh, that live in the neighborhood. It's like two. Yeah, I was gonna say like I feel like my mom has quite a bit of people in her life that she is like friendly with, right? But like. A handful that would be on any kind of a list that would do favors. Well, we'll get... Certainly one in the neighborhood. Yeah. But only one. Yeah, we will get to to that. Um, Okay. But, hey, let's let's break it down. So the introduction, uh, Ward is talking about how the, uh, the beaver and Wally are always trying to, like, sell stuff, and it has the shot of beaver with the spit off my bridge 10 cents sign which i Classic. love um beaver selling water to chester anderson it's anderson right yeah yeah i think so um and then there's a scene from this episode where they get denied for a sale yeah so the very okay. first one the very first one right so uh, we start off with uh, their J- Ward is at like the entryway of the house and June opens up the kitchen door, slams into his butt and she's like calling out his name and he's like rifling through his briefcase and she wants him to send a letter for the boys from his office because she doesn't have the like airmail postage or whatever. And I, I got to take a quick second. What's up? To interrupt you. Please. For June's first look. June's first look. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know what that sound effect was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just every time we'll just press a different John sound effect. Button. <laughs> we'll have like a whole bunch of them. Um, she's wearing a smart, light crew neck sweater with a deep plunging V color block and a wool A-line skirt. Color block. Pearls, earrings, and arm candy. Okay. <laughs> I was just very excited because... It is a brand new look. We've never seen brand this before. Look. 
12 episodes in and we've never seen it. This is surprising. I'm into it. Okay, um, continue. Maybe she bought it while she was helping her sister with the baby in the last maybe. episode. Yeah. Uh, so the boys have written a letter that she wants them to send and he Ward looks very annoyed with June. I don't know why. I don't know. He seems way more annoyed than he should be. There's something that we don't know. Yeah. Louise, what do you think happened before this scene that would make Ward so annoyed at June? Well, it certainly wasn't that she burnt the toast because she's a whiz in the kitchen. Um, I cannot even think. Maybe she was like just way too doting on the boys and he's being childish and jealous and Could she be. got them out the door for school because I, okay, so I wrote on my notes about this episode, mm-hmm. time is very funny in I this episode. Not, time is, there were a couple times when I was just like, okay, it is now. Like this episode takes place over the course of like Months. a year. <laughs> it's a long time. It's a so long for time. for this I put day one, a work day. Okay. Because yeah. he's like putting stuff in his Suit, briefcase, briefcase and he's like, right. I got to get to work. Otherwise, like, I don't know, she pressed the wrong button-down shirt, and he's, like, irritated because he needed his lucky pink shirt. Who knows? Maybe she made him uh, milk toast for breakfast. Oh, and it reminded (laughs) him of Minerva? No, not Minerva. Um, Or, I mean, um, Martha. Martha. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My theory is that, uh, and this will come back in a little bit, that she broke a lamp by pulling out the cord by the cord. (laughs) Nice. Instead of by the plug part. Instead of by the plug part. Right. She Oh, I like that. Very good. Yeah. So observation. uh, Yeah. Thank you. Um, So June is very curious what the boys. Oh, first Ward is like, oh, they forgot to seal it. And like gives it the two tiniest little licks and closes the envelope. And it was like, what what was the purpose of that? I, I think the purpose was that June wanted to read the letter but didn't want to infringe on their privacy but was going to say like, but you're a dirtbag, Ward. Right. So you do that because <laughs> I want to be a responsible parent. And Ward's uh-huh. like, eh. Yeah, so. Kids will raise themselves. Yeah, June is very curious and Ward is like, we have to trust them and I believe that they're making the right decisions. And it's like, they are children. And right. they are notoriously up to no good. Well, okay. There's and even a whole next... show about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's this show. <laughs> um, to name one. Yeah. Um, the next thing I was going to say is that uh, that whole, like, ladies home journal comment oh yeah about how to get along with your husband i wrote gross but nicely handled june because i think she has some like spiffy comment where she's like i know how to handle my husband it's my kids i have questions about or like whatever she says but i was so grossed out i hear you that was a little weird yeah he 
out of nowhere, he just kind of like started digging into her about her ladies' home journal stuff. Yeah. But June always knows what to say. God, she is wonderful. She really is. Ward is terrible. Um, I mean, he's not the worst in this episode. But like, I don't know. He's still not great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so June, you know, she's very curious. And then we go up to the, oh no. Then we cut to a week later and the boys are signing for a package. So this is already day two slash seven. I don't know. Yes. Okay. So in my notes, I put day seven exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, continue. continue. And I said, uh, the beef says, Sure got here fast, only took a week. But I'm thinking if we've established that Mayfield is like Skokie yeah, from just, other right. geographical. I know it's anywhere USA, everyone. I know. But if you can buy like a very cheap bus ticket to Chicago, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, first of all, Ward has to actually mail the letter. Right. Like not accidentally leave it on his desk and then go to work the next day and be like, oh, yeah. I Which is what I this. would do. Right. Right. But then it's going to take three days, question mark, to get yeah. from Mayfield to New York City. They're going to have one day to process it <laughs> in their facilities. And then they like and overnight then send it. it out. And then, yeah, three days <laughs> later to like come back from New York City to Mayfield. And I only am like set on new york because that's what it says on the box right good observation uh, yeah did it did it have an address on it or did it just Uh, say new york i took a screenshot so i'll try to zoom in i want to google maps that i'm so curious about this no it just says uh mason acme products new york it's kind of blurry but looks like 14 so it says huh. like New York 14 NY. Interesting. Actually, there there might be an address, but I the it's a lot smaller anyway. Right, right. Um, yeah, so they signed for the package from Mason Acme Products, and um, Ward and June are kind of just like standing there watching them do this, and Wally kind of brings in the box and. Beaver asks if he can help carry it up the stairs, and they kind of do this adorable little thing. Oh, so That was cute. pretty cute. That was pretty cute. Of like, it, it looked like they were, you know, two guys from like a moving company carrying like a piano or something. Like, yes. it was really adorable. Um, it was and they're adorable. just kind of like walking up the stairs, and you could tell that this thing is like super light, and it's not a huge box. Um, it's so, not a huge box. And it's funny that you say that because. Um, first of all, let me cut in and say, uh huh. June second look. June second look. It is a oh, oh. repeat. Oh, mm-hmm. that was the same sound effect. Oh, was that the same sound effect? <laughs> yeah, all it was right. like a weird bark. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it's because the dog is right next to me, and I'm just like oh, inspired okay. to like bark. <laughs> okay, I was really hoping for a good solid auga. Well, you know what, auga. You know, I think the thing <laughs> is that I. When I was reading a bedtime story to my daughter, I I read a couple books for her tonight, and the second the the last one was um, 
it ended with this thing about Arctic wolves. And Ooh. it doesn't say anything in there about making a sound effect, but I do. Because nice. that's the kind of fun dad I am. Such a fun dad. Such a fun dad. Anyway, anyway moving June's on. Look June's look. It is a repeat from episode 10, look three. It is a three-quarter length sleeved sweater with white piping around the collar, a tartan plaid belted skirt, <laughs> earrings, and pearls. Excellent. Um, yeah, June and Ward are just kind of like watching in the wings as they bring it upstairs. And uh, you can kind of hear Beaver in the distance saying, we'll make a hundred million dollars. Oh, I wrote that too. Yeah. I was like, what a cutie pie. Uh, oh, yeah? but then June says, now aren't you curious to what it is, Ward? It's an enormous right. box. Might be a machine gun or a bomb right. or, or something. or a bomb. Yeah. Well, I heard that and I was like, whoa. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. I think that the kids are at least with it enough to not buy a machine gun. For yeah. sure. A bomb, maybe. But not like a major one. You a know? stink bomb. A stink bomb. A and in a way, bomb. it kind of is. It really is. And then we uh, cut to... Oh. Up- upstairs. Upstairs. Oh, weird. My my trusty uh, digital notebook has erased this scene. And the next one. No. Oh, man. Well, I can remember I just rewatched it uh yeah take the why don't you take this one yeah so then they're up in the bedroom and they're looking at the handout that says like uh or not the handout but the packing slip that says you know the flower of the orient perfume that you have to sell in order to win i don't know if you win the projector did it say win it you yes and they say it twice very so weird. it sounds to me just like you sell the products and then you send the money back in and then you get the thing. So I don't know how winning is part of it, but okay. But they do say it twice. Um, so they're up there and uh, talking it out and then Beave smells it, or Wally smells it first, I think, and says- Wally smells it first and and is like, oh, it stinks. I can't figure out what it smells like. So then Beaver yes. smells it and says that it smells like an old catcher's mitt. Yes. Yeah. And then Wally says like, well, maybe women like that. Women are weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, just kind of like thinking about it a little bit, um, which is more than probably all the writers and the director did. But like, I know that there are people who do like like scents that have kind of like a leathery aroma to them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like by saying like some sort of baseball mitt, it's like, yeah, but what's the like really bad thing about it? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Or I was just thinking like, the I guess like the, the thing that makes it the worst is that the, the, title of it mm-hmm. isn't like co- cohesive with the smell of it right like you say if somebody would have been like you know 
musky leather, you could sure. have been like, ooh, and, okay. And my thought is, why not try to sell it to men as a cologne? Yes. An aftershave. Yes. And, well, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Just like. John has a beard re-brand. and I don't have aftershave on my face. So like, I don't. We're not really aftershave experts people... over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, just like a scent for a man just to, I don't know, figure out how to really sell this thing. But anyway, yeah. they're just like, I don't know, maybe maybe women like this, they're weird. Um, so they're just like, let's go out now. Yeah. You look like you're about to say something. Well, I was just going to say like, or put any kind of a BS spin on anything. Like, right. I had a friend recently who had a mouse in her apartment uh-huh. But she's a vegan and didn't mm-hmm. want to like hurt them in any way with any kind of traps, but wanted them to go away. And I was like, well, it's New York City, so we have a lot of problems. But I hear that they hate peppermint. Huh. So if you like go to a health food store and get like essential oils right. and then put it on a cotton ball and put those cotton balls all along your baseboards in your kitchen or in your bedroom or whatever they'll at least not be there, uh-huh. says says the fable. So I don't know if you'll get rid of it for good, but it certainly won't be there. And I was thinking as I was watching this, like, why don't they say anything like buy this really cool catcher's mitt oil? Right. Simply put it on a cotton ball and rub your catcher's mitt with it. Like, just sure. say anything. Yeah, or... I don't know. Uh, oh, I had something and then it just completely slipped away. Oh, yeah. Dump it out and like steal some of June's perfume and put it in there. Maybe some stuff that's got dust on it that clearly doesn't get used. Or, yeah, with dilute it with water, too, to make it last sure. longer. I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're not going to do their jobs for them. That's, yeah. you know, up to Beaver and Wally. Yes. Uh Oh, yeah. And I noticed more. In the, so one of Beaver's traits his personality traits aside from the whole mispronouncing certain words thing is that when wally says something to somebody beaver repeats it he goes like let's say wally says we're gonna sell the whole box beaver will then say yeah we're gonna sell the whole box yeah and i was like man this kid's really annoying right now (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was just like, you know, I think it's like a little brother kind of thing. Okay, stereotype. I was going to say, because there's other things that I think sometimes when when Wally's taken a long time to add two thoughts together and then the (laughs) beef chimes in like, maybe it's this. And he's like, that's what I'm thinking. And I'm like, then why don't you say it, Wally? Wally's not very bright. Clearly. But boy, can that boy dance. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So then they're just like, let's go sell it right now. Yes. And cut this to. One of yeah, my favorite parts of Leave it to Beaver, the series. Really? Instrumental storytelling. Oh, yeah. So it's just like a little montage. I love it when they no do No dialogue. This. Yeah. And the so the boys go to this one girl's house. And by the way, everybody the in their teaser. neighbor. Right, exactly. Everybody in this neighborhood is so attractive. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So this uh, woman's at the door, and she gives them a dollar, and she takes the perfume, and then she smells it, takes her dollar back, and hands the bottle back to them. And then, like, goes and then inside. closes the door, yeah. and then opens it again, and like shoes them off. Oh yeah, front she shoes porch. them away. Um, yeah, she then really they took go a turn. Oh, to yeah. a shaving dude's man. house, shaving man. And I was thinking, and maybe it's just because I'm crazy, but I was uh-huh. like, okay, what time did the mailman come? Because <laughs> I don't know about your hometown, <laughs> but my mailman did not come at nine a.m. Like, that's not when my mail came. Uh So what time is it a week later? And then what's this guy doing? What is this guy doing? He's like shaving at like three in the afternoon or like what? Why wouldn't you shave in the morning or at night? You know what? It's his life. Okay. It's the weekend. You know, The rules are there are no rules. Yeah, I was like, maybe he worked second shift and he had to shave before he went to work. Maybe. Anyway, he just slams the door on them. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go to- Oh, man, this one's great. I loved this one. Yeah. Yeah, you liked it too? Oh, my. Are you kidding me? This was like an older woman. And here's what I loved about this. She does the same thing in that she like smells it. But instead of shaking her head with a foul look on her face, she simply turns around, picks up her dog, puts the dog down in the threshold of the doorway, and then like allows the dog to bark the boys off the front porch. I know. That's so great. I, I remember when I was first watching it, I was thinking like, okay, you know, they're probably going to have three of these. Okay, yes. there's one, there's two. What's this one going to be? How are they going to cleverly think of another way to like get them off? And then it's just like, oh, yeah, the perfect way. Got it. <laughs> I so, just loved that. That yeah. even in the montage, none of the people can be like, no, thank you. Like they don't, right. you know, they don't mouth no thank you. you and they just they're overly get their dramatic. dog. Put it down. Yeah. Let it bark at him. <laughs> yeah. So then we go back to uh, the Cleaver's house mm-hmm. and June and Ward are in the living room. And this is where Ward is fixing a lamp. This is the second time that we've seen that June has pulled a an electrical appliance out by the cord instead of the actual plug and broken it. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's got to fix it. But like. Man, he seems so annoyed with her. And she's like, la, 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 la. <laughs> um, and then this is just kind of like a little non-scene. But the boys come home and June is just very curious. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't have very many layers in this episode. Not as many as we're used to. But I will say I still really like her for what she's bringing for most of the foil to Ward because Uh he's terrible in this episode. Uh, I also Um, feel like Hugh Beaumont is just like not a good actor. (laughs) There are times when he's endearing, but not this episode. Not this episode. I feel like he's really overdoing it. Not good. Yeah. I, I genuinely, and I'd love to 
talk to like Jerry Mathers and like gets the inside scoop on this. But I really feel like Ward thinks that this is his show. Oh yeah. Or Hugh, sorry, Hugh Beaumont thinks that this is his show, <laughs> not Ward the character. Ward is in Truman Show, and he knows it's a show. Yeah, it's um, like he thinks the show is called like Leave It to Ward and His Family, the Cleavers, yeah. one of them which is named Beaver. Um, ugh. right. So then, uh, oh yeah, then we go upstairs. We go upstairs. The boys didn't sell anything. Uh. Wally has Beaver just like hide it in the closet and they says maybe we can unload it at Christmas. Yeah. Uh, which is not a terrible thought. No. No. Uh, but I guess the uh, Mason Acme company has different ideas for their timeline. Yes. Um, I'd also love to see a prequel for this episode at the, Ma- the Mason Acme products company where they like got their hands on all this really awful smelling perfume. Yeah. And they're like coming up with this like scheme to get rid of it. Yeah. They have too much bad smelling perfume and too many weird projectors. Right. We'll get it's to that. It's a two it's a two in one whammy. Okay, yeah. So yeah. um time elapses. And yeah, and an indeterminate amount of time goes by. Yeah. Months. Possibly. It, yeah. Uh, Ward is getting the mail directly from the mailman. And yes. he, yeah. Take a quick time out for June's oh. third oh. look. Oh, yeah. It is again, repeat, repeat. It is from season one, episode one, look two. And episode five, look two. Oh, it is wow. a collared, belted, a re- small re- check re- Repeat. Dress. Repeat. Um, <laughs> it is a collared, belted, small checked dress with a striped apron. That's the part that's different. Heels, uh-huh. gi- uh, giant earrings. They are only giant in proportion to her head, not like the way Got that it. people wear giant earrings now. Um, three pieces of art candy and pearls with an open heart pendant. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So Ward opens up this letter from mason acme oh no he opens up a letter not from the company uh but it is from i forget the. i didn't write down the name of the law firm but the boys are being sued yes and june is fawning over how good they're being like doing their chores and folding their clothes right 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 right. and uh then she's appalled and is like you know they're what they can't you know put my angels in jail or whatever right and um i put in my notes ignored the first three notices how long has it been months right yeah yeah so they have they had sent three other notices to send back the product or the money right yeah. And then So it's kind of like, oh, simple. Just send back the box of gross perfume. Right. And here's the part where I will say Ward comes around for me. Uh-huh. He's, he's got a cute little snip response right. yeah. about a cute little note to the lawyers or the company about, like, exploiting child labor. Right. And I was like, Nice. I don't often have your back, and that is a cute thing that you're alluding to. Oh, yeah. 
no, I agree. I agree completely with that one. Um, so then we go up to the boys' room. Uh, they're making their beds, and uh, Ward comes in and asks to see the perfume. The boys play dumb. They have no mm-hmm. idea what he could possibly be talking about. And then he tells them about the letter, and their faces drop. And man, oh, man, do they feel immense shame. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel like something gets pulled out from under the bed. Right. Or so, under the mattress, and all these clothes come out with yeah, it. Yeah, I thought that that was a really interesting touch. And for some reason, it made it feel more real to me. So. Okay. Uh, they explain that if they sell these bottles of perfume, then they can, and they send the money and then they get this projector and he's taking Mm -hmm. out the ad that has like the picture of the projector on it, which is underneath his mattress along with like a bunch of weird sheets or something. Mm -hmm. And there's something about the way that Wally removes those sheets and like puts them on the top of the bed that is satisfying for me. I don't know. It's just like a nice touch. I was satisfied that after they came out that he picked them back up and laid them on top. Yeah. But I was like, what's the point of shoving them under there? I don't know. It's it's okay. weird. It's weird. It is So, weird. Um, yeah, so he shows Ward the projector thing, and Ward's like, hey, that looks pretty good. And, uh, yeah. Life lessons with Ward where he starts like, gloating about how he's a champion salesman and in his oh, day he could have yeah. sold a hundred bottles of the stuff and in so beaver is like okay can you do it today you're much smarter now than you were when you were our age like help yeah. us out and he's like "Ooh, i'd love to but it's saturday and i have a golf date a golf date with uh mr cartwright yeah somebody we've never met before i always i like how he calls it a golf date every time yeah. um so he agrees to help and he has so much confidence and he is very proud of himself for being such a good dad and he goes downstairs and Oh uh, wait, but he before oh. he um before he tells them like how amazing he is at being a salesman or how how he could do this like, you know, sell 100 bottles. He says to them, like, scolds them a little, like, boys, you can't just go out and and fail and be done. You have to be persistent and, like, go out again. Lecture, lecture. Yeah. Um, And then then Wally said something like, but we went out all morning. And it's like, that's it? Yeah. That's how hard you tried? Um, Yeah. Wally was being a little bit of a dope there. So, yeah, so Ward tells June what's up, and she is very shocked that he is going to help them and not giving them the business. And Or uh, just send it back, yeah. Or just send it back. It's so simple. So, and oh, she's very surprised. Too. Well, I think that I know what you're getting to, but she's very surprised that he has agreed to help the boys on a Saturday when he has a golf date with Mr. Cartwright. And he yeah. is like, oh, but I will be done selling all of these and still have time to make my golf date with Mr. Cartwright. Yeah. And then, and I think this is what you're about to talk yeah. about, he starts saying how 
Oh, you know, June, when it comes to selling things, I am irresistible to housewives. To housewives. Skeevy, skeevy. Yeah. Skeevy. He but is a ball of slime. I will say, get it, June. Her fierce <laughs> retort, like, really made me, like, tickled. He, like, leans into her all yes. smarmy predator-like and is like, you know, this, he's he's hitting all of the right words to make him gross uh-huh. about, like, the flower of the Orient and love, lovers and whatever he says to her. Yeah. And um, she's like, oh. And he's like, it'll be a dollar. And she's like, my husband will give it to you. Yeah. Boom. I know. She's the best. Um, so he takes off and she, she oh, he's going to go like get the car started. June smells the perfume. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Face lights up, opens up the door, makes Ward come back. He smells it and says that he thinks it smells like a first baseman's glove. Yuck, 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 yuck. He's wrong. It's a catcher's mitt. It's an old catcher's mitt. Duh. Duh. Um, So Ward's going to go take care of things. And June is like, all right, well, will you do that? I'm going to make some chopped egg sandwiches. Gross. Oh. That sounds so gross. I love eggs. Okay. I I understand that we fall on different (laughs) ends of the uh, egg liking spectrum here. I but was like, like, get it? That sounds delish. A chopped <laughs> egg sandwich. Um, come on up, Daisy. It's very near egg salad. Yep. Well, that sounds really oh. gross to me. Sorry, a little visit from Daisy the dog here. I don't know if you guys can hear her slurping the on my face. Tongue smacking. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess a little bit of time has gone by, and uh, Ward has a plan to help the boys. Daisy, stop licking my arm. Oh my God. That's got to sound so gross. <laughs> so he's got a plan. Uh, and he gives the boys a list of leads. Yes. And uh, he's like, Oh, I just no, kind of, no time goes by. She's in the same look and they're in the same. Clothes. Oh yeah. But it had to have been, I don't know, 20 minutes Lo- or something. Oh, at, le- yeah. at least. Cause I bring that up. Oh, really? Yeah. Because if 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 you've got the eggs already made, which is why you're <laughs> going to make an egg, like a, a uh-huh. sliced egg salad and st- or egg sandwich instead of like a roast beef sandwich where you've got the meat from the deli and you just slap it on the bread. Right. But you're not going to say that you're going to make this kind of a sandwich unless you've already hard boiled the eggs. Uh-huh. So... That's thing one. So how long is it going to take her to to peel the eggs, chop them up, put them on, assemble the sandwiches? <laughs> then they're going to eat them. <laughs> right. And, I, and, and they're going to eat them together, I guess, as a family. Right. And then I have in my notes, did Ward call everyone on the list that he makes? Because he makes the boys a list. To help right. them sell the perfume. Did he call every one of them individually after lunch? That's 24 ladies. And explain the situation. Even if he had an elevator pitch. 
which is supposed to be like less like a minute. He's, you know, 30 minutes for lunch, 30 you're not minutes even, on the phone. And you're not even factoring in like pleasantries. And dialing. <laughs> what if you had a on, rotary phone? It would be a rotary had, phone. So you got to add yeah. some time to that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, nobody is thinking like, man, Ward's been on the phone for an hour. Who is he talking to? Anyway, <laughs> like, <laughs> like nobody cares that like he just disappeared for an hour. That's an excellent point. Yeah. Uh, it's not like he could just write out his pitch and copy and paste it to everybody in a text. Right. Yeah. Or an email. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Ward hands them all a list. They're just like, where'd you get these names? And he's like, oh, just found them at random. And it's like, well, that's a really weird sales tactic, but whatever. And so the boys take off and they're very skeptical. And June takes a look at the list and it's the members from her women's club. And she is pissed. Yes, she's she so is. pissed. Yeah, well, she's like, how uh, could you exploit my friends and make mm-hmm. them buy this smelly stuff? Well, and here's like another interesting point. I'm like, Ward fully does not understand the principles of honesty because right. he said that he explained to them if they didn't want to keep it, he would buy it back from them. And then June says... "Uh." You're really going to do that? And he says, well, I'm not. He He's like says something in a way that makes yeah. it so that he is not expecting them to make good on his right. generosity to buy it back if they don't want it. And I'm yeah. like, why offer? Yeah. Ugh. Just say like, well, just just say like, hey, just as a personal favor to me in June. Would this be okay? You know, we'll have you over for lunch sometime. Or, you know, like something that's a little less sleazy. Um, Yeah. Right. So I also don't understand. I also don't understand why he didn't just tell June instead of like playing dumb or like giving weird answers, tell her in the first place or like conspire with her. Right. Yeah, and then maybe the two of them could split the phone calls they'd have to make. Right. Yeah. Anyway. But there's only one landline. That's true, but while one of them is calling, the other one can take bites of their uh, sliced egg sandwich. That's right. (laughs) Do a little chewing and swallowing. I know. In the amount of time it takes to eat a half of a sandwich, you can make, I don't know, three calls. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I don't know how big these sandwiches are. They're like tea sandwiches, very right? small. <laughs> uh, they're the uh, the width of an egg. Just like, boop. Uh, nice. So the boys are out, and they are selling to their very first person, Mrs. Wentworth. Mrs. Wentworth trivia. She is played by... A woman named uh, Anne Dorr. And Anne Dorr had, you know, a bunch of like, you know, roles in kind of weirdo shows and movies and things like that. Um, 
she wasn't necessarily like famous, but as most working actors at that time, she was just like in a bunch of stuff. But here is something very interesting about Anne Dorr, Mrs. Wentworth, customer numero uno. She was the double for Anthony Perkins in the shower scene from Psycho when he is dressed up as his with as like his mother uh she is the shadow that you see doing the like stabbing awesome yeah so uh it's this is imdb trivia it says chosen by alfred hitchcock to double for anthony perkins in the shower murder sequence in psycho since he did not want any of perkins physicality to betray his identity at that point in the film Door wore door wore the mother's costume and did all the stabbing actions. Pretty very interesting. Very cool. Yeah, very interesting. What a versatile resume, Anne Door has. So they get to uh, her house, Mrs. Wentworth, and before they can even say what they're there to sell, all they do is say their names. She goes, "Oh, I've been waiting for you. I'll take one." And it's like, hands him a buck. Let me go back one second, though. Ooh, go back. Wally and the Beave get to her house, like ring the doorbell or knock. She comes to the door, and Wally says, good morning. Oh, yeah. This and is, oh, I yeah. am thinking, you just had lunch. <laughs> <laughs> What maybe is it, happening? Maybe it was a mid-morning snack. Maybe. It's, it was 11 Zs. They get, okay, they get up at the crack of 3 a.m. and start their days. <laughs> uh, the mail comes at 3.30 a.m. Yes. <laughs> They're already ready to go. Now, I will say this. If this were original Ward, the original actor from the pilot, that was Ward, this would never have happened because he would no. have been so angry that he would have been awake before 11 a.m. Yes. <laughs> that none of this would have happened. No. Uh, but it is Hugh Beaumont as Ward Cleaver, so this is a different situation. So uh, they, yeah, uh, Wally says, good morning. You're yeah. right. That is weird. And she says, She's good like, morning. Good morning. Back to him. Yeah. And then they're like, uh, it is. Or no, she says it is. And then Beaver's like, isn't it a nice day? <laughs> like something like that. Something. Yeah. And then they they start to go into the pitch. They like introduce themselves and she just like, yep, give me one. Yep. And they're very confused. Yeah. And then uh, Beav says, huh, but before we. Or before we go to the movies, let's try right. another house. Yeah. I like that they were planning on just like saying, screw it. Let's go to the movies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was that was a kind of a weird thing. Um, so Wally is pretty suspicious about like what's going on. Uh, but he's not suspicious enough to like pursue what's happening. Um yeah, so they just kind of go door to door and 
wait, wait, there's a bunch of instrumental storytelling right. where it's like the box of the full box oh, of yeah. the vials and a handout stretched and a transaction of money and then a smile and then an, another person and an outstretched hand with a box and a, a transaction with a dollar and then another. Right. So it's, again, so the, another favorite part of mine in the... Right. So then they get to this one woman's house who opens the door, they say who they are, and she's like, oh, great. I was waiting to leave until you got here. Hands them a dollar and just, like, bounces. And yeah. Beaver's like, and they're just like, what? And Beaver's like, well, I guess we can sell this one twice because they didn't actually yep. give her the perfume. Um, not great, uh, not honest salesman right there, but what can you do? What can you do? So... Yeah, I mean, we just kind of see the box getting uh, emptier and emptier. Emptier and emptier. And then we're back at the Cleaver's house, and June is so... They sit down at that woman's house who's like, who is just like, I was waiting for you to get here so I could leave, and then bounces. They sit down on her front steps, and they can't figure it out, and they're talking it out, and then um, Wally, I think, says like, we need to figure out what's going on. And the beef says, I have a better idea. Why don't we send for the projector and then oh, yeah. find, and out, then what's going find on. out what's going on. And then find out what's going on. And Wally says, yeah, that is a better idea. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you are a dishonest kid, then yeah, great idea. Sounds good. Great idea. So, and then uh, uh, they go home. Right, they go home. June is like super worried because it's six o'clock and the boys aren't back yet. Yep. The doorbell rings. She answers it, and it's these two little boys named Wally and the Beaver. They and do they, play acting. They do their little pitch, and she's like, "Well, I'll take one." And Beaver's like, "Well, too bad because we're sold out." Yep. Man, so proud of themselves. So uh, proud. So Ward just thinks that he is the cat's pajamas at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, he's mission accomplished. Uh, you know, the, the kids have already gone upstairs or whatever. And Ward is like, see what happens when blah, 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 blah. And June is just like not thrilled with Ward. She's still very right. skeptical about this whole plan. And, you know, she should be because it all stinks real bad. Uh, we go upstairs and the boys. Oh. There is, uh, you're going to talk about how they're counting money? Yeah. Okay, two things. First thing is, I believe we're on June's fourth look. Okay. She has changed clothes for the evening. And it is a repeat, but the top is a repeat from this episode. So it is look four, and it is a repeat from this episode, look two, and then also season one, episode 10, look three. It's the same three-quarter length sleeve sweater with the white piping on the collar, but an oversized buffalo check skirt instead of the tartan plaid. Earrings and pearls. Very weird. Very weird that just two looks prior, she was wearing that top. Um, also that she, I guess not weird for June, but weird that you would change clothes in the middle of the day again. 
And then also, um, after they do the little play acting thing, June tries to teach Ward how what he's done um, like isn't great for them. And he said, uh-huh. it's like, uh, June says, remember that time that Tui's father oh, bribed right. the coach to put Tui on the team? And do you think that's right? Or like, would you ever do that? Like, that's what you've done. And Ward said, well, yeah. I don't, I would never do that because Wally's a natural born shortstop. Yeah. I don't know. Tui is notoriously uh, vision impaired. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that whole thing was kind of weird. It just kind of yeah. like, it just kind of made me go like, huh? And then they just moved on. And I was like, okay, thank God, because that was weird. But it's true, because that's like Ward essentially like bribing her friends uh-huh. to make his kids successful. It, yeah, he should not have. I feel like he should have included June in the planning process for everything, even though it's like yeah. she clearly would have been like, um, no, just send it back. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So upstairs. Uh, yeah, they're counting money and it's like over twenty five dollars, but it's not an even number. And Beaver's like, it's twenty five, twenty three, twenty three. Yeah. So. They sold two of them twice, but they lost money in when they were giving change. Yes, and I thought to myself, what changed? The how bottles do you make, are a dollar. How do you need... I know. That makes... I was going to say the same thing, Louise. And it makes zero sense. This is not the first time that they have had some sort of selling scheme. Because they had the water and the beef was using right. like credit in his head for who sure. had because they were going to pay him later. He's not bad at math. No. And they were do they were um, not only selling water, but then there was the whole candle business. Right. Yeah. Well, here's a theory. As we know, Mayfield doesn't really exist on this planet and maybe in this universe of leave it to beaver a dollar is not comprised of 100 cents maybe it's like 24 cents you know like i don't know something something but like yeah there's if we are talking real money, there's no way they would have needed to have change. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Like having a few bucks. Yeah. In case somebody just had like a five or something like that. But like, oh, you know what? The only way that I can make sense of it right now is they sold the bottles, multiple bottles twice. Okay. Went to a matinee movie. Oh, well, all right. Well, now you're... Okay, credible. As far as we know, they did not go to the movies. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I will say this, however. When they first get the 
perfume and they are reading the letter that comes with it, it says that if they when they send in $24 plus tax, they will get the movie projector. Oh. They are not charging anybody tax. However, when they get the letter from the lawyers, they're required to send in $24 or they don't or mention the, the tax. Yeah. Right. So. Or any shipping. Any. Right. <laughs> I know. This is all just like super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Time passes. Time passes. Okay. Uh, so. Right. Uh, um. Okay. Yeah, time passes. They are put the boys are all putting together this is Ward included, are putting together the projector. And uh it's a time really out. nice looking projector. Are uh, June? June's look five. Oh yeah. It is a repeat alert from episode ten look one, episode eight look one, episode six look two. It is a dark colored poppy diamond dot pattern belted button up shirt dress, arm candy, earrings. And pearls with an open heart pendant. Open heart pendant. So at this point, it's been since the f- the first scene of the show. It's probably been two years, right? Because <laughs> I said for this, even if it takes a week for the money to get mailed wherever it is, and however many days it takes to get sorted out so that they're not sued, right? And then the projector sent back Ward to intercept it and then also go out. Go out and get another projector. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what is the timeline? I know. Yeah. So they uh, they they put the projector together and the boys are bringing it upstairs. And June is like, all right, well, let's put it in the box and then bring it upstairs. So in case, you know, drop it or whatever. And it won't fit into the box. So mm-hmm. June is like really suspicious about how mm-hmm. that projector could have possibly come in such a small box. Mm-hmm. So uh, the boys go upstairs and June calls out Ward for replacing the projector with a better one. This and- is the grossest moment of this episode. <laughs> Which part about it is is the most gross to you? Ward. Well, obviously, first of all. So Ward tells this story about how when he was a kid, he got duped. Yeah. Wait, before that. Before that. Yeah, the, before his story. June takes the box to him and she says ward where's the projector that came in this box right right oh, and yeah, i wrote yeah, yeah. i wrote down the dialogue verbatim because oh, i great. was so furious <laughs> and he says you saw it it was out in the kitchen with the reels and the lens on it and she says i said where is the projector that came in this box from the Mason Acme Products Company. Right. And he says, June, you're repeating yourself. That's a bad habit to get into. I missed that. 
And then she says, That's I will go on repeating myself until I get a straight answer. But June I was like, the best. I was so disgusted. The amount First of, of all, lying that she that says, he does. like, where's the projector? And he condescendingly right. describes it as, you saw it with the reels and the lenses, as if she didn't know what a projector was. Right. And then when she repeats herself, he then jabs her about, yeah. like, someone. Uh, yeah. I think that he's spit off a bridge and not for fun. <laughs> I think that he's still really bitter about how she unplugs things that like it's just festering inside of him. And the only way that it comes out is by him being like a total ass to her all oh. the time. So it was so gross. So he takes out the projector that actually came and it's this dinky little thing. And, uh, it's it's no good. Like no. the the projector that they had that they got and were putting together, that was a really nice projector. It really was. Yeah. And yeah, so he tells June this story about how when he was a kid, I think it was like a glider or something like he sent away for this like glider and what came back was like a piece of garbage basically yeah you like shot it with a rubber band yeah and june was like oh so did your father buy you the glider you were expecting and he's like no but i wish that he had or like imagine what it would have been like if he had so he wanted to do what he what for his boys what he wanted to happen for himself right um and she you know, stalks around him and then hugs him in tight and says, yeah. like, oh, honey, I I still think what you did is wrong. But yeah, she's like, you're a garbage person, in right but in the best way, like that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, that's really, really weird. So that's where that's the first time that this episode could have ended. But it doesn't. Yeah. Then we go up to the boy's bedroom and they've got the projector and everything and they wally figures out like oh this is not the name of the projector that was advertised like, yeah they're working it out and he basically figures out exactly what happened and beaver was like should we go thank him and then wally says like no i think that the best way to thank him is by not saying anything at all no, he's, I mean, oh, yes, in essence, yeah. but he says, I think this is one of the times where right. dad wouldn't want us to be polite. To, right, want us to be polite. And I'm like, right. what a weird lesson or value to instill in your children. I know. I My note for this is weird ending, but then another it scene happens. End. That was the second time this episode could have ended. Mm-hmm. This next scene happens, oh, I don't know, two months later. Time goes by, is what Enough my time say. has gone by that the boys have shown movies and charged for them at the house mm-hmm. and have also sent away for something. Yep. And it's ding, 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 June's sixth look and the final look, which is also a repeat 
from episode two, look three, and episode, uh, I put 16, but it's only episode six. Ha ha ha. Look four. It is a short sleeved button up collar dress with vertical ruffles down the front, an apron, earrings, and a strand of pearls. Cool. And is she also, because so much time has gone by, wearing those like novelty glasses that say like 1962 because it's nice. the new year? Um, so a package has come for the boys from a Big novelty, Bear novelty company. And Big Bear Novelty and Ward and June are like, all right, yeah. we got to open it. We can't have a repeat. Imagine how many other shenanigans these boys have gotten into during the time that all of this is happening. Yeah. Like, maybe during this time, like, Beaver's short pants happened. Yeah. Or, you know, like, maybe Captain Jack happened during this time. Like, all of this is happening in between these times that we're checking out with them. So, anyway, they open up the package, and it has a letter... That says like dear dad. Uh, I, f- I didn't, I didn't either, write down but exactly it's like what it said, but yeah, uh, some letter thanking him. Yeah, thanking him, and it has a souvenir clock from Atlantic mm-hmm. City, and on it there is a stallion, Native American riding a horse. Right, uh. So I suppose we can also surmise does not take place in Atlantic right. City. And uh, we might not know <laughs> how much time has gone by, but at least it's a clock and we know what time it is. We it's know 215. <laughs> right. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I needed some sort of thing so. to make me feel connected. To the time and space. So that like time so that time that time exists in their world. <laughs> That's wonderful. So um they love it and without even like talking to the boys, they're just like, We're gonna put it on the mantle. And then the episode actually ends. I was actually thinking too Oh man, I'm so exhausted. There's so many times where they could have done like a dissolve into the scenes as they do or like a beep 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 musical interlude like they do in Uh other scenes in the episode. But the fact that each time that you think it's an ending, it's a fade to black. Fade to black. Which why did they do that? It's it's very yes, weird. The the it's end. very weird. So mm-hmm. Louise, we obviously know what you think about this yeah. episode. Uh, do you have any uh, uh, final thoughts about this episode? I mean, no. It's a mess. Yeah. Like, all of it. I hate how Ward is dishonest to June, like, throughout the entire thing. Uh, I hate how it's a love letter to Ward, the most clever man on the planet. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But the kids are adorable. I love seeing them working as a team. Uh, They never get, like, mad at each other. When one of them says something yeah. like, 
and kind of weird. The other one just smiles. You know, I love you a know? good guest artist. They like yeah. this. They work great together. Yeah, uh, like a guest actor. And there, guest this episode artist? was like six people just in this universe. Like, oh, oh, yeah. A barking dog and an old lady and a and a right. psycho and a the barking dog. Okay. Uh, yeah, the barking dog mm-hmm. was wonderful. Big fan of that barking dog. Hope it comes back. Uh, like it would be great if that barking dog yeah. like, pops up every like. And then there's that like thirteen posh episodes of Jim, you know? who's like in the black and, and like the hat, and like is like, characters. oh, I needed to leave. Thank God you guys were here. Like I love I those know. moments. Look at her. Yeah, there was also like one younger the blonde uh, member of the women's club who I think that she yeah I think that when like they left she smelled or, like it's, she might be one of them that like actually smelled the perfume and like yes was, like, the blonde Ugh, gross but then like still bought it anyway I uh, I'd love to know more about her women's club and that would be a really get, fun episode get them together I'd love to see I would them like just like complaining about how awful their husbands are. To be sitting in somebody's living room at six little card tables, all playing <laughs> like gin rummy, and like you know, w- the beaver dressed up in a little right. pretend waiter's outfit. Yes, bringing them like maybe he's got his short pants on mints. I don't know slice egg sandwiches. Yes. Sliced egg sandwiches. And can refill their tea. (laughs) Like little sliders. take little nips. (laughs) I could see. Oh, yeah. I could see Wally like bussing tables at a country club. Or being a lifeguard at the same country club. Or caddying at the same country club. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Totally. He is, yeah, whatever golf club Ward goes to with uh, Mr., what is it, Cartwright, that's where Ward, that's where Wally is going to uh, get uh, his next series of jobs, in my imagination. So I guess overall, Um, I'm going to give this episode a rating uh, of 3G Gollies. Yeah. I am right there with you. Yeah. 3G Gollies. Uh. Ward really ruined it for Wally and the Beaver. Yeah. They could have had five. If they played their oh, cards right. Oh, oh, oh. If they played their cart right. That's right. I was also going to say. Oh, um, in a game of golf. A lot of times. I'm so sorry, don't everybody. Don't apologize. We're recording this late. I. This is what I love about it. Um, A lot <laughs> of times when I'm taking notes, it's like, yeah. you know, And then they're outside in the yard and then they go to the auxiliary firehouse and then they're at the library. And then they're this episode takes place basically in their house. And then like for maybe. Yeah. Yes. It's like in the kitchen, in the living room, in the bedroom, in the living room, in the bedroom, in the bedroom. And and the bedroom except for five months have gone by. Is happening they're just in the house and um except for the twice that they go out sales hunting or whatever but yeah um i don't know any other thoughts that you have here's what here's what i would have liked to have seen 
I would have liked to have seen a scene at the uh, the Mason Acme Products Company where, like, maybe that's how the episode starts. Like, I want to see like, them they know that the perfume developing smells bad scheme. and they're like, you know, hey, Charlie, and, uh, like, somebody actually sold it. Oh, yeah. Get out the projector. Right, yeah, at the beginning and at the end, that would be, yeah, that would be the, like, fourth ending of the show. But there'd be, like, a scene at the beginning where they're just like, what kind of idiot kids are yeah. going to fall for this trick? And then it's like Wally and the Beaver. <laughs> uh, that's what I would like to have seen rather than June and, War- and Ward beginning the episode. Yeah, no, like I agree do. with you 100%. Um, but that's just me. Yeah. Also, it just like gets us out of Mayfield for a little bit. Like, I want to see like all for a scene from like a completely different kind of place. Because I actually remember from the pilot, they go right down to the Franklin Milk Company, and they're on their bikes because somebody's gonna go pick up a prescription right. for like their dad, and like they can go to other places within the town. Uh huh. But yeah. Oh. Right. So cute. Sorry, Louise. You just have to see how cute this dog is right now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, listeners. You can't see, but she's just being a real sweetie pie. Um, so, yeah. I I look forward to the the next episode because I always want Ward to be better. I feel like yes. Ward was pretty good in Beaver's short pants. Yeah. He was like a pretty solid dude in that one. And it's like, I want to see that ward again. Never. Uh, June never disappoints. So I'm just going to say that. Oh, here's an idea. Why couldn't they have just like, instead of trying to sell to women, sell to men for their wives? Like, go to the auxiliary fire department and be like, hey, Gus, you should buy this as a gift for your sweetheart. You know, like... Ah, man, it just like makes me so mad that they're just like, oh yeah, no, people think it's really as gross too, as it really is. Like, oh well, put it in the closet. All of their neighbors that have dogs and been like, put this on your dog to make it smell better. Exactly. Right, or like it'll kill fleas. Just lie to them. Like, what do they know? Yeah. Anyway, thank you all for listening. If you could. Rate and review us on the iTunes, uh, or tell your if friends and family. else you can do it that I don't know about. Um, subscribe if you haven't already. Tell your dogs, just as long as they don't bark like crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell Mister Cartwright. Tell while the you're greasers at the library. Um, tell all of the. Wi- Tell the greaser kids, the greaser men at the at the library. Tell all of tell the women all the girls in, in your dance your class. mom's uh, women's club. Um, <laughs> call, call all of them while eating sliced egg sandwiches about this podcast, and be, just I be mean, like, for the fashion you guys, alone. you got to hear this. You'll never believe this." <laughs> and hey. If you just like me and Louise and the way that we kind of have this back and forth thing going, listen to our other Mm -hmm. podcast. I have a great idea, but I'll never do it. It's real swell.
Yeah. Uh, I think that's it and, for me. Uh, yeah. I'm excited Anything for the else, next Louise? episode, um, if, for only for the title alone. Well. Voodoo Magic. What is the title of the next one? Oh, I've seen this one in the listing, and I've been like, oh, boy, can't wait till we get to that one. <laughs> All right, well, then, without any further ado. When you're the smallest boy in the group, sometimes it can be pretty rugged, and those older guys can really make you feel left out of things. But sometimes, you manage to turn the tables and get the better of your tormentor. And that's our story next time on Louise 2.